Thank you for tuning into Sochcast. We hope you enjoy this uninterrupted listening experience. But before that, please do listen to these messages that come from those that support your favorite show. Refresh your wardrobe with lifestyle stylish collection. That's totally worth it. Shop for curated fashion essentials from 3.99 and trendy work from home styles from 4.99. Visit your nearest store today. Style that's worth it. Lifestyle, your style, your store. Patient zero, जिसके सिस्टम में वायरस का आखिरी म्यूटेशन जन्म लेगा, उसे रोकना पड़ेगा. और उसे कैसे रोकोगे तुम? मैं नहीं. आप आपको रोकना होगा काम आप करेंगे डॉक्टर वट आप तैयार हो डॉक्टर दुनिया बचाने के लिए वायरस 2062 सुनिए सारे एपिसोड्स बिल्कुल फ्री सिर्फ स्पॉटिफाई पर द मोमेंट यू चूज टू डू व्हाट यू रियली वांट टू डू यू स्टार्ट लिविंग अ डिफरेंट काइंड ऑफ लाइफ दिस एपिसोड इज गोइंग टू एंटेल एवरीथिंग दैट दिस मैन कैन डू differently and better hello and welcome to the seventh episode of talk and beyond where i am accompanied with a game changer of the event management industry he has an experiential marketing agency known as phase 1 for over two decades and has always set a bar higher than the prevailing standards of doing this business bringing the creativity passion agility and humility in the works of the company This man has given us a reason to believe that events are not just source of money but also the moments to create warmth with a professional touch. His recent anthem called The Love to Humanity has captured a million hearts and has led us to believe in the optimistic approach to life. Without any further ado, welcoming Om Pradhan to the show. Many thanks for joining us Om. Hope you're well rested as this episode is going to be a tough workout. Hi Priyanka, fabulous to be here. Thank you for your very kind introduction. Always humbling, but uh, thank you so much. Good to be here with you. What's up? Let's straight away dive into our first question, Om. Twenty years in the industry, when the phrase event management did not exist, what did you see here? Was there a need or pure passion leading to serendipity? For me, I thought there was a huge opportunity. I uh, actually began my career. by working in a corporate organization first i was godrej as people know uh, for who manufacture furniture etc but they ha- also had another beautiful division called the industrial systems and workshop equipment division so the walk in interview and i'd gone in for it and during those days jobs are not very easy to come by you know you would put people vying for two posts in an organization joined them uh, was there with them for about 3 and 3 years and 9 months uh, during which time i learned the uh nuances of uh, you know manufacturing distribution trading finances processes uh you know uh, quality checks and so on it's such during that period i realized that you know when these multinationals were setting shop in india i felt that there was a a need for those corporates to interact with their um their consumers or with their uh, uh, colleagues or their their own uh, stakeholders in a very engaging manner why i discovered that is while i was in godrich i realized that i i used to work with a lot of art you know traders and uh, always challenges when a corporate is trying to communicate something very special to their trade and how you perceive it is very different uh, oh, oh, you know over a a type typed letter or just a telephone call 
So um, that's when I, I myself actually proposed to my branch manager during that period. My first job was in 1991. So somewhere during 1994, I remember, I proposed to him saying that why don't we get all of these uh, traders together to, to, to one hotel. Uh, let's have a, a conversation over, over, over a meal and a, and a beer. And, you know, it was very disruptive during that time. And he said, listen, are we kidding? I mean, we're a proper corporate organization and we've never done something like this before. And I said, let's try it. Give it a shot. And when we did give it a shot, all, all the traders came together. There was a certain, certain uh, energy, vibe that was so beautiful. And they discovered that, you know, we could, we could crack solutions. If they had challenges, we were able to solve for them. The minute I realized that something like that really worked, we started making it a, a, an ongoing process. Every quarter, we would do something like that. And that's when I realized that there was a need, there was an opportunity to sort of tap into this. And for me, I was always excited about entertainment through school and college. I was always part of uh, uh, theater, musicals. I loved the stage. I loved dancing, jazz dancing, uh, break dancing, uh, you know, wherever possible and so on. I used to party a great deal even while I was in school. I was, uh, I was a brat. I was not meant to be doing these things. I was underage, but I would still go to discos. Uh, with my friends and do what I had to. So I always loved the whole uh, theatrics. So while I was doing those shows, what I discovered was uh, the whole uh, aspect of you know stage, the lighting, the, the sound engineering, the props, uh, makeup, hairstyles, uh, wardrobe. So all of these things really sort of uh, got me going. I said, let me try to blend my passion of uh, entertainment with corporate. So I managed to somehow I thought that there was an opportunity and then I quit my job and I said, let's just do this. So it was actually an opportunity that I saw, uh, uh, you know, very greatly. And also I must confess that there was another organization called uh, Encore that used to exist during that time in Bangalore. Uh, my very dear friend of mine called Nath, who used to run a company, very successful company. They were doing really well and I said, why not? And then I uh, took the leap and I started my own company. That's how I began. Wow, that's really great to have a stable job. And you leave everything and get into something that is passion-driven, which is not even heard of. I mean, comfortable at that age. Run me back in this journey. How was it getting your first client 25 years ago? And who was it? How did they yeah. it? And what was the nature of work there? Right. So when I quit, I didn't know where I'm going to start the business from. But what I wanted to do was to get away from what I was doing. Because whatever I would do, I would be consumed in what I do. So while I was at my, at my previous job, there was no way I could have thought about doing anything else because I was into it. So first I said, let me get off the job, quit the job. And then it was all about, you know, where am I going to run an office? Where, where are the telephone lines? During those times, you had to wait for three years and two years to get even a telephone line. We didn't even have a phone in our own house during that time. So, but I have a very dear friend of mine uh, called uh, Davis, J. Davis ProSound. They are the technical service providers, one of the pioneers in, in, in the country. And of course, even in Bangalore, along with, of course, Felix. So I requested uh, Mr. Davis, who had a lovely office on St. Mark's Road. And I said, Davis, will you please allow me to use that desk that you have, another desk right next to you, which is empty. And uh, I assure you that if you give me that space, I will actually give you three times the business that you're currently uh, you know, generating every month. He took a leap of faith and he liked me. I used to know him a lot, uh, very well. So I, you know, he gave me that space. And when he did, um, he had a phone. Uh, the number I still remember is double two one double four zero nine. And uh, you know, we it's an extension. So I would every every time you know I'd make a call, I receive a call, I'd say hello, phase one. And then uh, of course there were no calls coming in, but basically I had a phone and a desk, and I was very happy with this. And uh, so and the other interesting thing is there was no there were no computers during that time. 
there was no mobile phone there were no pagers there was nothing not even internet so the only way to do it is you got to hustle your way through to everything that you do uh, so um i have a very good friend of mine again from godrej who used to work his name is anil anil keshavan and then he um, actually said listen no i've got a very good friend of mine who's the resident director of hcl very good friend of mine his name is manoj nayak come and meet him let's try and see what we can do so i said let's do it and then i went across i had already printed my my business card uh and I went to his office on 100 feet road and uh, you know basically had a, a new software to launch called creative lab okay uh, okay and then i said okay buddy you know this is what we can do and you know i gave him a whole concept of how it can be more interesting when all the traders are there together and how you can enhance the whole product i gave him the concept there was no presentation i was just talking him through the whole thing he was a wonderful human being he trusted the budget i gave him a budget of whatever else it is he, he didn't even negotiate he said let's do it and that's why i did my first show the first show was at the taj residency the trinity hall 25 years ago in the 1995 31st of uh, july so we complete 25 years now so, and uh, yeah that was it and then we i had the best event and i i i obviously was the person who went and did the whole production i booked the artist got the rehearsals done through the night i had to make sure that i'm there for the whole setup do the technical rehearsals and no sleep for 48 hours 72 hours i just did it and i loved it at priyanka is when we did that event it was such an amazing energy with the best of entertainment happening i already had the next client already i didn't even know that he was the the general manager of hewlett packard during that period and he said oh can you meet me tomorrow he called me to his house the next day on a sunday morning i went and met him and he asked me to do the next show and then it was all about word of mouth and uh, the minute people experience something they get addicted to it so that's how i began that was my first show and uh, i have so many stories to narrate which are so unique and very uh, funny some of them are uh dangerous some of them are you know uh, you know uh, you know dangerous. sad but we've gone through lots of things but uh back to this i said there was no concept called event management so to speak because during that time even event managers were perceived to be furniture providers shamiana providers or exhibition organizers and they thought that you know you, you event managers or fly by night operators would just do something and run away you never know if the money is safe but to actually build respect develop confidence uh took a lot but it it's I, mean, i was so passionate about it and some some more colleagues when i say you know some more other event agencies that existed i think they were added and i think that's how we managed to build this whole industry called event management and uh, looking back and the one thing i need to add is you know when i went to uh, when i wanted to get married uh, my father in law to be asked me what do you do and for me when i had to say event management you know they thought he, he was wondering what was was he giving his daughter to the right person or not because they were, you know you either be a doctor or an engineer or a pilot or something so i do thank him for having agreed to allow his daughter to get married to me and uh, yeah so event management never existed feeling through such time uh, the pioneers it's because of the actual struggle the actual hustle that you went through now we have everything at our footsteps right like the internet yeah phones the laptops the computers but seldom do we use those technologies to get to the right people and you know as you said uh, network is the the key aspect here that i see that you've actually built over time and it could actually give you the you know the better scope leading to something which is so beautiful and so large uh, over my episodes i have uh, i've never uh, is stressing on the word networking because this is going to take you to places this is yeah. cool. like it's it's beyond measures like this sochcast 
Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Tell me about how the requirements and the perception of the clients has changed over the two and a half decades. Draw us a parallel. Let's see how uh, the clients have changed from then to now. I believe that uh, uh, you know a lot of people from advertising uh, have actually joined uh, corporate organizations. People from PR have joined corporate organizations. People from hospitality have joined corporates. So I think all of those people started valuing the whole concept. Concept of communication, concept of concept of strategy, concept of hospitality, concept of uh, connections and networking. So I think they are the early adapters to actually valuing events, event management as an industry. And uh, because those are the kind of people who started joining the large corporates, you know, like the Accentures of the world or the Titans of the world or Toyotas, any all the industries, people started realizing, and they started, I think, internalizing this and telling their bosses that look. um i think event events are essential let's try and get going for a pitch let's get people to come and give us strategies to communicate because end of the day what are we doing we're storytelling whether it's through advertising whether it's through pr you're trying to communicate something to the consumer or to a certain stakeholder how best do you do it what's the kind of an attention that you have when you watch television of course now you know ads are very different on on the internet but you know you 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 can choose to walk away from it you can choose to drive past a hoarding you can choose to close the newspaper and say i'm done with the whole thing how do you make sure that you are uh, sort of pinning them down and watching and listening and absorbing and internal internalizing what the corporate really wants to communicate they realize the best way to do is to gather people together create a vibe create an atmosphere that's engaging and then uh, get them to look at results it may not be mass it would be a little more niche but then the scale kept increasing and increasing over a period of time but end of the day storytelling is what event managers are all about which means when you're doing a storytelling it doesn't matter what you use you could use a set you could use a stage you could use leds you could use uh, you know vinyls or you can use holographics lasers intelligent lighting you name it all of them can be used to make sure that the storytelling is delivered properly which is impactful right so i think corporates have really started uh, valuing they started valuing events about 15 years ago and they started really allocating budgets Uh, beyond advertising and pr also for events and the pie that was used to be probably 5% or 8% and grew to 15% and now probably we are all almost at par almost 40% or 50% of the budgets by corporates are spent on events uh, as well so i think it has moved a great deal we've all had to adapt to technology we've all had to adapt ourselves to newer ways of telling stories and i think we are we are at a fantastic position right now as far as events are concerned we are storytellers and entwalas or someone who provides light and stage it's way beyond that creating an experience is something uh, everybody wishes to do but very very few are able to do let me break it down for you the first you pitched right and the event that you did in taj residency how was it different from uh, the last event that you did live what has changed over this time i just think the optics have changed okay stories have remained the same the optics have changed you're just using newer technology newer environments newer cuisine newer food newer everything the whole experience has changed absolutely changed because 25 years ago what you'd expect you'd be happy with something as basic as a great looking set and a 3d uh, you know uh, the thermocol cutout which has the depth in it some lighting and people would say wow they think that, that that's phenomenal but now it's way more different today they want you to use all kinds of technology they want you to blow the minds of their consumers in the kind of experience that you're going to give them you know right from your entry right from right from a communication you know earlier you would just send a physical invitation today you create an app 
you know, you, you're navigating the whole thing through an app. You, within the app, you need to show them the kind of an architecture, the kind of orientation. You've got to excite people right up in the beginning. Then you've got to deliver the promise when you get to the venue, right from the time you get to the venue. What do you look at? What do you smell? What do you taste? What do you listen to? What do you feel, touch and feel? Everything is so different. You, they want us to make sure that all the senses are uh, sort of uh, accentuated. And then coming to your convenience, you know, you may, you know, right from, you know, is it raining during the time that you're walking into the venue? Uh, how are you taking care of them? Are there umbrellas? Is there a porch? Is there a, a valet driver who's going to take care of all these things and walk you through the whole thing? What do you, what kind of an atmosphere are you entering into? It's like if you go to a musical in London, say you want to go to the Phantom of the Opera, you could be in the middle of Piccadilly, in the middle of uh, one of the most busiest streets, but you get into the theater, the foyer area, Gives you a completely different atmosphere. You have a person with a tailcoat, with the champagne, the music is very different. You're, he's kind of getting you into a zone. Move into the main theater. The whole experience is different. You can't believe there are some thousands of cars and buses that are traveling outside on the busy street in London when you're once you're inside the theater because they trans, transport you to another world, another imaginary world through experiences. And that's exactly what people are expecting you to do today. Which means when you get into the venue, you have forgotten that you've walked in through the busiest of, you know, slushy rains or uh, the heat of the, uh, you know, of the, of the summer. When you're in, you're, trans you're transported to another zone. So people expect you to curate something that is so spectacular, so impactful that they say, hey, man, I want a little more of it. You could always leave clients asking for more. The consumers asking for more. So I think today that is the order of the day. And you have everything in your, you know, in terms of infrastructure that exists and technology that exists to make you go through these things from soundproof to halls, from, from the kind of best of uh, LEDs, the best of uh, holographics, the best of uh, 3D animations, you name it, everything. You can create, recreate the Oscars over here if you want to, if the clients got the budget. And that's what they expect. Heaps of the innovation that our storytellers have actually come out with. Like one episode that you see of a musical is something so different from the other. And that's how it yeah. is the events. Like it's phenomenal how the ideation happens. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the most favorite part of mine in this conversation is the love to humanity. This has been a symbol of world unity. We saw clips from across the globe and people from every kind of household appearing in this video. Yeah. What ideated this beauty and how did you go about getting the biggies to be a part of it? Uh, yes, Priyanka, um, love to humanity is a true labor of love. And when I say that, let me tell you why I say that. For me, I'm very, 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 uh, I, I, I'm very, very strongly in humans coexisting on the planet. And I, I, every time I travel and I see people reclaiming land, people axing trees, whether within our outside, uh, animals being you know, caged to uh, captivity, no, no respect for uh, mother nature. I think for me, it really upsets me. And I'm... In a, in a sense, I'm, I'm really glad this, this pandemic has happened in a different sense completely because I think it's kind of humbled human beings to coexist. And I've said this many times before. And while I know that we're going through this economic meltdown and everything's going wrong, I, I do feel sorry for everything that's going wrong. But I think this is nature's way of saying, take it easy, don't play God. You know, you, know, you cannot come and destroy what, what I've given you, you know. And they say uh, the Mother Earth that we have is not what we... Uh, inherit from our parents, but it's what we borrow from our children. It's important for us to respect earth, respect animals, bees, birds, humans, and everyone. Coexist. 
and i think what 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 the pandemic has done today which is unprecedented i can understand economic you know meltdown etc but this is like a pandemic that the whole world has stopped completely right now me i felt that when it has stopped obviously i feel for the humans and i said you know we are all politically economically and socially back to ground zero nobody is a super super power no one else is any less and greater than the other and i think at a time like this i feel that like humans need hope humans need strength mental strength to get past this stay humble get back back to normal as soon as you possibly can and i felt that it's important for us to send a message to the whole world and say hey, folks we are with you as humans as humanity we are with you uh, we do hope everything is going to come back to normal we build ourselves back from zero and hopefully you know uh, live happily ever after as they really say so i said and that's where it all began from and i said it that it has to convey empathy it has to convey uh, hope it has to convey love and it has to convey strength and responsibility and these are the things that we with which we really began and uh, our journey towards making love to humanity uh, and the anthem of hope and uh, which is when I, i i i said the same thing to all my friends from across uh, you know films and um, bollywood music to industry leaders to uh, all kinds of people you know, who were part of the anthem to say come back and be a part of it and then that's when i contacted ragud ragudikshit an amazing composer music composer musician great friend of mine he came up with a beautiful uh, sort of tune the tune was so beautiful compelling um got an amazing uh, lyricist to write the lyrics went through multiple iterations finally spoke with all my friends got them all together hunted scrounged the earth to get the best of footages from everywhere from stockholm to moscow to new york to you name it berlin every part of the world we got those footages of empty streets to tell people uh, that this is the memory that we need to always remember never forget if you ever abuse the earth go back to see how the world came to a, came to a standstill and i'm hoping that this is going to stay as a memory forever for our children our grandchildren and everyone to talk about and i think that's what the whole story is all about the the symbol of hope it's called hymn of hope uh, which is part of the love to humanity concert that we created and uh, that's how i managed to get it and i think everyone uh, without batting an eyelid agreed to be part of our anthem they came on board and we had this whole namaste the symbol of uh, social distancing and salutations to the world and everybody does namaste from yash to rajnikanth's wife lata rajnikanth to salim suleiman um uh, you know your uh, nitya menon to yeah. name it and from everyone everybody just agreed to come on board and be a part of this beautiful anthem um yeah that's how it all happened um that's how a love to humanity happened and i'm hoping to continue to do this as an intellectual property uh, digitally um maybe month after month or fortnight after fortnight like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store absolutely if you uh, had a look at the love to humanity anthem i think everybody can relate to it and everybody would want to associate with such a cause it's beyond beautiful and i really congratulate you on this thank uh, you priyanka this for a long winter and which is quite certain event industry was the first one to be hit and likely to be the last one to recover this pandemic yeah and is likely to have changed consumer behavior and we have to keep it uh going to survive how do you see us adopting to this and is digital the way to go forward what do you see the events 5 years from now and is there a tip that i can take from this 
Sure. So I think what we need to understand is consumer behavior is going to change forever uh, as far as spend, spends are concerned because um, even if you do have the cash, you're going to conserve it. Cash is king. And with the uncertainty that exists in terms of jobs, in terms of opportunities, everything is kind of limited. But you have to always look at the opportunities more than the limitations. You know, I always say learn to be a hunter than just being a farmer. A farmer is going to say that I've got 10 acres of my uh, land, I've, I've sown the seeds, I've toiled really hard, but if there's no monsoons, it's a wipeout, it's a washout, and so I'm dead. Now, if you're going to think, if you're going to don the hat of a farmer, you're done. You've got to be a hunter because if you can hunt, you go to one territory, to the next forest, to the next jungle, you have to go with the intent of finding your food. If you do that, you will travel either 50 miles or 600 miles, but you're going to get your food and bring it back and feed your parents and feed your children. So I think you've got to Don the hat of a hunter more than being a farmer, number one. When you, when you do that, what happens is you'll find opportunities. There is no way, you know, the world is going to go through many more such, uh, you know, disasters. That's not going to stop us from existing. That's not going to stop us from living, not just surviving, living the way you want to. And I do believe that all of us can, so long as you're optimistic, so long as you're not just optimistic, but you are innovative enough to figure out how and where else there are opportunities that exist because don't wait for business to come to your lap. Go looking for business. I can't give you a magic potion today to say how to do it, but I can, all I can tell you is stay positive, box your thoughts. Don't, uh, you know, why your mind in a way that, you know, if you're going to, if you're stressed about, you know, last month's salary, etc., or whatever else it is, let it not affect you now. Now take every new uh, business as a fresh approach, you know, like, like a cold call. You're going to go cold for a cold call like it's your first call. Don't go with the, you know, with the, with the excess package of saying, oh, the previous one didn't happen, so how am I going to convert this? No. Go with everything with a fresh approach. You will find things that are, that are opportunities being there. Do a little more research. Understand there are many other industries that are still, in fact, doing better than ever before. Be it, you know, you know computer manufacturers, be it kitchen appliances, because people are cooking on their own today. They used to expect their mates to do the same thing. But today, I think more than ever before, those products, vacuum cleaners are selling even more than ever before because you're doing it. You you want that product. You know, similarly, there are many such things that exist that we have many such industries that are really doing really well. Go after those those clients. See if you can add genuine value. Become, become a content creator more than just being an event manager because people are now consuming content in this little space of your 12 inches or your 4 inches of your phone. If, what can you do to keep people compellingly stuck to you, stuck to your content? So become a broadcaster, become, learn to become a, uh, you know, content creator and content is king. I mean, in the sense today, everyone's looking for content, whether it's OTT platforms, whether it's your clients, whether it's uh, every other, you know, whether it's YouTube or whether it's Facebook, everywhere people are looking for different content. If you can start thinking in those lines, start, you, you there's no way you're going to fail, especially as far as event managers are concerned. But otherwise, in general, people, I think if we are going to stay confident in five years, it might take six years, it may take three years, it may be even less. But the game changer is going to be the vaccine. When the vaccine is found, it might take another year for testing and distribution or even two years. But then after that, it's going to be just another vaccine that's available in the clinic next door. When that happens, humans will throw social distance out of the window. You're going to go back to partying. You're going to go back to watching concerts. You're going to go back to watching sports events and things will be back to normal someday. Of course, with a new norm, with more safety, more security. And that's about all. And I think you simply need to stay at it. If you're passionate about something, stay at it. Don't give up midway. 
you've got to commit a hundred mistakes before you find the hundred and first uh, amazing product or service that you're coming up with. So just stay positive, and that's what that's what all of us are going to be doing. So there's no giving up. That's so, it. Abhay, uh, you actually summed up entire episode saying that in case you're positive, in case you're passionate about something, just don't give up. Uh, things are yeah. going all in place, but you have to keep your hard work going in any case, right? And focus. Stay focused. Stay focused. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's easy to say, difficult to deliver, but it is possible. Superb. And actually, uh, like you said, content. Uh, it's very important for everybody out there to make themselves available for the people who are actually trying to reach you, right? In any other form, or you know, it could be, yeah. it has to be digital now because there is no way that you can reach out to them physically. So digital yeah. in any way, it could be a post, it could be a picture, it could be a video, it could be a, a session or anything of those sorts. You've been doing quite a few and I've seen that and it has been phenomenal. They have been gaining a lot of respect. And with this, I think these are the pro tips for every event manager and every person who's trying to get into an event management agency. Okay. Uh, oh, we have a little surprise for you. These a few questions that you need to be answering very very quick which is something very contrary to what you do uh this okay. is fire round and i'm going to be giving you a few choices a few one-liners a few questions you need to be giving me uh, an answer which is not politically correct and not diplomatic correct right okay are you set? Okay. shoot let's go is there a hamper uh yeah <laughs> probably let's see later okay done let's go yeah Faps or Christ, your fonder memories? Faps. Okay. Music, dance or theater? The art form that's closer to your heart? Music. Okay. I'm, I'm guessing this is a very hard choice. But okay. Very hard. Yeah. <laughs> Bangalore or Mumbai, a city closer to your heart? Bangalore. Okay. Mumbai comes a very close second. Right. Right. Again, yeah. hard choice, but it's okay. Uh, a person you draw an inspiration from? To be very honest with you, it sounds very cliche, my mom, because I've grown up watching her doing everything in the world, but she's been in the dumps and I think she's, uh, I've seen her and I think that's what inspires me to continue to be. But from an external point of view, Shah Rukh Khan. Okay. For me, he is absolutely an amazing human being. Um, I mean, even his story, growth story is great. And more than anything else, more than an actor, he's a great entrepreneur. He's intelligent, he's witty, he's spontaneous, he's everything amazing. For me, I think Shah Rukh Khan it would be okay. But actually speaking, in all my seven or six episodes in the past, I've had uh, everybody choosing their uh, parents as their inspiration because that's something they actually look up to, and they are, you know, they are the first inspiration. Once you start, yes. correct? Yes. Okay. Three other agency that you think are doing exceptional works. Seventy uh, EMG from Bombay. Brilliant work, brilliant work. I mean, you should watch their work. I mean, if you don't know about them, and you know, if you just look out, look look out for their work. That's number one. Uh, actually, not three. There may be more than that. Uh, two, I believe, uh, uh, Geometry Encompass does some really amazing work. Uh, three, not in the same or in the in, in a particular order, but they're all amazing. Uh -huh. Fountainhead does yeah. some pathbreaking work. Passion comes out with the, you know each of these organizations has it has a a certain character that the, the founder brings to the table. And then I think that's so gorgeous, amazing that, that, that you see. Um, and the fourth, of course, is Viscraft. Uh, the founders, again, I mean, the kind of passion that they bring to the table. 
never give up attitude and the most incredible jobs. And I think uh, what they do. So for me, there are many more, but I would say 70, uh, Geometry and Compass, um, Fountainhead and Viscraft so, would be some of the best. Yeah. Okay. Collaborations that have been the most successful for phase one in the history. In our history, I would say is a collaboration with Live Nation, the world's largest entertainment company. They're a $10 billion New York Stock Exchange listed company wow. who have uh, agreed to partner with us uh, for our new venue at the airport. We're going to be constructing um, uh, one of the world's, I mean, one of the, the country's best and the subcontinent's best concert arenas at the Bangalore airport wow. and, embassy, and the embassy group. The embassy group for believing in us. They And, and of course, I think it's the 25 years of all the work that we've done has finally paid off with uh, with with a partner, with a collaborator and an investor, co-investor like Embassy and Live Nation coming on board. That's going to be the most epic, epic collaboration that we've ever, ever had. I think and, everyone is going to be waiting for something that's going to be coming out of this collaboration because this seems so big and so, so fabulous. Yeah. Okay. Moving It'll on. Be epic. Question. Yeah. A client who has made phase one work the hardest or has been the toughest client in your journey? <laughs> toughest and the best has been Titan Industries. Titan, Titan has multiple brands. They've got Tanish jewelry, they've got Titan watches, they've got um, uh, you know, uh, their uh, eyewear, they've got uh, fragrances, they've got saris. I mean, they've got everything and they're so innovative. We've learned and grown because of Titan. I mean, they've We've learned a phenomenal. We've been working with them for more than 20 years now. So they've been the toughest and the best clients. Give me an instance where they actually made you work the hardest and you were, oh my God, give me a break, kinds. <laughs> uh, okay. You know, there are, there, are, there are these events called the Business Associate Meets. It's called BAMs. And BAMs happen around the world. And every time, You've got to prove to them that you're still the best. You could have done the best for the last 19 years, 18 years, and they would have said, wow, this is the ultimate event that we've ever experienced in our lives, either in Moscow or in uh, Istanbul or in uh, Jordan or anywhere. But they still will get you to work your back off for the next band. And they will get the whole world to pitch for it. They will make sure, they want to keep seeing that you are the best. So which means it's like, you know, you're from an Olympian, and you've got your gold medal this year, you go back next year, you, they're not going to say, oh, you're a gold medalist. You've got to go back and work as hard to win another gold. Otherwise, you still go back to a silver or a bronze. So you've got to stay up in the game. And I thank them for it because if they had never done this, people would have been complacent. We would have all been complacent. Yes. And I think it's for them that we are as successful as we are as an organization and as tight and as amazing as, all, as an organization that we really are. Yeah. Yeah. So they actually go from zero every time you pitch for it. And... Uh, make sure that you're on your toes all the time, right? Yeah. Yes. One country in which you loved doing an event. I'm sure phase one has gone to various parts of the world. I want to know one country that actually surprised you. Um, my God, that's a very, very tough one. Uh, gosh, what do I say? You know, Japan, what? Tokyo. Very professional. Japan, Japan, Tokyo. Yeah, I'll tell you, they are... Such a, what a discovery. I'll tell you, Japan is one of the best countries in the world. The people, the hospitality, the cleanliness, the processes, respect, just everything is just phenomenal. They surprise you. They really, really surprise you. And I think that's a dream. It's a dream place to go and do anything. Oh, my yeah. God. I already want to go there post lockdown. <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh, this was phenomenal. Any last words before we wrap up? <laughs> Just stay positive. Be happy. Surround yourself only with happy and positive people. It will sort of multiply your your energy, and you will be unstoppable. You will be, um, you know, it is. The best thing is to be with happy people. Just stay happy. Nothing else is important okay. than to just be happy. That's I've it. Never had a positive interview. Thank you so much, Om. Thank you so much for your time. It was great. Thank you, Priyanka. I hope I'll see you soon offline and not online again. Thank you. Oh, for sure. We will. We will. Okay. Thank you for being a a very tough host, <laughs> a tricky host. It was good fun. Good fun being with you. Thank you done good research. Enough research to actually put me in the spot. Uh, some of them are really tough, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed them. Thank you so much, Priyanka. Thank you. Okay. you. Bye bye. See you soon. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this Sochcast. What is your Soch? Send us your comments on our Facebook page and Instagram page. It's time for you to do your own Sochcast at Sochcast. Apni Soch, dunia ko sunao. Sochcast.